Hey guys, Meredith Baker for On the Map, Off the Radar. And today we have a very important topic for you. We're going to talk about institutionalized racism following a controversy that took place at the Oxford Union the other week. And here to talk to us about it is the African Society Vice President at Oxford and also an organizer for the Roads Must Fall Union, my friend Sumakai. So thanks so much for being here. Well, thank you very much for having me. And could you start off by giving us a brief synopsis of what ha happened at the Oxford Union the other week? Sure. So the Oxford Union Debating Society was having a debate with the motion this house believes that Britain owes reparations to its former colonies. Uh, in the build-up to the debate, there was a promotional drinks offer, um, a cocktail, uh, that the union had dubbed the Colonial Comeback. Uh, the promotional flyer for the cocktail featured black hands in shackles. Um, now, when we arrived at the union um, to, to, to witness the debate, um, as well as to take part in the silent protest, and I'll explain more about that uh, in a moment, we were astonished. Uh, to see this flyer uh, in, the, in the Union Bar. We immediately took photos and tweeted it live and it very soon got picked up uh, by the national press uh, and within probably about a 12-hour period uh, that flyer and the controversy surrounding it was getting reported across five national newspapers here in the UK. That is astounding that yeah. something like that would still people would still think it's okay to put something like that in the Oxford Union or anywhere. Mm -hmm. And can you explain what then happened afterwards, after it gained such attention nationwide? Mm -hmm. um, so it was actually a very complex affair. And I think that the, the main highlights were that very soon after this whole thing had kind of um, gathered national traction, as well as getting discussed widely across the university as a kind of profound uh, instance of quite disgusting racism, uh, the union went into crisis mode. Um, it issued two apologies online, the first saying that the whole thing was an error of judgment uh, on, uh, on their Facebook page, and there was a, quite a storm of students reacting, saying that that was an inadequate apology. It then released its second apology, which uh, talked about, you know, uh, sort of atoning for offences caused, and that the union was going to uh, put in place a new standing committee to vote on all cocktails. Um, this again was also deemed inadequate and short-sighted, failing to get behind the fact that it wasn't just the cocktail, but it was about the culture and ethos that allowed such a cocktail and such a promotion to have come up in the first place. So eventually the, this led to the union convening uh, what turned out to be two emergency meetings. At these meetings, a range of student groups, uh, ranging from the Africa Society to the Rose Must Fall movement, as well as um, the Arab SOC and the Palestinian Society and so forth, arriving and taking part in the debate. Uh, or sorry, in a discussion at the union um, about the implications um, of the flyer. And afterwards, uh, a member of the Oxford Union Student Committee resigned, I believe. Um, can you talk about what happened with that and the position they held? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And also, um, the Oxford Union eventually, this past week, did come out and say they were institutionally racist, right? Mm. That's right, yeah. So uh, one of the twists in the tale was that the, um, the black and minority ethnic uh, officer uh, who was outraged and upset about the flyer had been trying to explain her position uh, to the union for the release of any of its apologies, but the union leadership did not meet with her. It later emerged that in the whole time that this officer had been in her position, she had not once met with the president. Uh, over this issue, despite requests for such meetings. So she resigned in disgust. Wow. And can you talk about how this actually relates to the other movement you're involved in, which is Roads Must Fall? Mm -hmm. 
So during the uh, meetings um, at the at the Oxford Union, kind of discussing the whole cocktail gate as it's uh, as it's come to be known, uh, we pointed out that there is a deep issue of, uh, or a, a deeper issue than than the cocktail that I alluded to. It's a it's a culture and ethos within which the union seeks out controversy, seeks out kind of radical positions on certain things, but that often turns into very sexist, racist, classist positions. And um, as part of the uh, a new collective forming here in Oxford called Roads Must Fall, um, we were keen to put forward our views as members of former colonies and as allies to say that actually some of this stuff is not just about um, uh, innocuous controversy. It has deep implications for people. It, it, it causes a lot of hurt and it's an affront to the dignity of many people who come here from different parts of the world to study and feel excluded uh, from the dynamics of elitism that exist uh, in the union and in the university more widely. So it's a kind of decolonizing education in academia in a way. And can you talk about how this then more broadly relates to um, how the British have kind of crafted mm. their colonial history at large? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, again, a difficult and interesting question. Um, I think that within the kind of uh, popular thinking in, in Britain, um, there seems to be a general lack of awareness about Britain's true imperial history. Uh, a number of people have come out uh, writing about this and talking about this. Um, of note, uh, YouGov conducted a major poll um, of kind of, uh, I can't remember the precise figure, but it was two to 3,000 Britons and seemed to be a representative sample. And a huge chunk of Britain surveyed um, said that they felt that the British Empire was not that bad a thing and that the countries that were colonized were actually better for having been colonized. Uh, which, of course, as scholars of Africa, we know that this is a gross simplification of a range of uh, injustices um, done as well as a trajectory of, of underdevelopment that has arisen since. And so you'd say that's kind of been an aspect that's been um, obscured or underreported in the media's coverage of the British colonial legacy. That's absolutely right. And, you know, to an extent, uh, this then speaks to the question of what it means to decolonize education. Uh, part of the reason uh, within uh, Rose Must Fall that we feel that such myths get perpetrated, or perpetuated, sorry, um, is that if you look at, say, the history syllabus um, here, at the, uh, here at Oxford, um, students can go through an entire three-year honours program without one studying history from outside the North Atlantic. So we think that there's some important gaps uh, in the syllabus in how uh, Britain's role in the world is portrayed with a, a, a distinct lack of attention um, to the quote-unquote global south. Wow, well this has been so interesting and at least hopefully some more awareness has arisen in the general public due to the Oxford Union controversy mm -hmm. and um, if you guys want more information on the Roads Must Fall movement and how you can get involved, we'll include some links below the video. Thank you so much and well, this has been On the Map, Off the Radar with Sue Mackay.